This is a podcast. That sounded way better than I expected it to. I expected it to be a jumbled shit of breaking glass. Well, <laughs> instead it was a beautiful clinking of four glasses. Four glasses, you say? Yep. I do say. <laughs> well, that was a podcast. <laughs> Would you like to expand upon that? We are still on vacation, still in Bodega Bay, and this time, instead of just us talking to each other, we're joined by our lovely wives. Oh. Yes. Recently purchased from Russia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leased. Leased from Russia. Yeah, I'm not locked into anything. Okay. <laughs> well, we've um, been enjoying some fine food. Mm-hmm. Thanks and, to Rachel. Oh. And some average companionship with yeah, company. Yeah, below average. <laughs> and, um, below average? Mm-hmm. Um, some some game playing, of which we've had quite a bit of success. Yeah. A surprising amount of success. Yep. Um, considering factors. <laughs> Poor decision-making factors? <laughs> Alcohol factors? I... I... I feel like I have not been nearly as intoxicated on this trip as I expected to be. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, it's and not that's a, dis- that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, Sorry. that's a podcast. All right. All right. Um, so the wives are here. We have some things that we can discuss and shall discuss. And um, they really do not connect to each other at all in any way. They're just things that I wrote down over time. And so, That's how we do all these um, things. <laughs> let's start with this. Uh, maybe a week or two ago, a man and I were talking about great singers. Okay. And mm. thinking about the best singers or voices around today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where it came it, from. Present company excluded? I think it started in... There, I think Barbara Streisand was on the radio, and I was like, "I think like, it was Barbara Streisand." She's amazing. Like Barbara Streisand had such a range and such control and great tone, and was an actress and was, you know, um, now she's a prolific. Yeah, and I feel like there was such a cult following of her, mm-hmm. which I don't really get because I feel like that was well before our time, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her mm. releasing music in my lifetime that was like in, insanely popular. Not insanely popular with our age no. group. I think but she transitioned more into movies. I think right. still Later everything she does is insanely popular. And I like, think I, her following started back in the day and has continued on. Right. Yeah. But then, I don't think that there's a lot of young people that. No. Anyway. We were unless they're into musical theater or something. <laughs> sure. But yeah. But, okay. But when's the last time she's done any musical theater? When's the last time she's produced new content? Musical content. I don't know. It's been a long time. A long time. No, she came out with an album two years ago. Where she was like duetting with movie stars or something. It's very much that like older legend songwriter or singer. But they they come out with a duet album with. But it was all rehashed songs. It wasn't like new stuff, right? Nope. There's a couple. Really? Um, well, and she's not. It definitely, it wasn't on my radar. She's not she's a not songwriter. She's like, not blazing trails right, right now. No, is what you're saying. She's um, just doing her thing. So anyway, we were thinking about her and thinking like, what is the modern? Day, what is the current version of her? Mm-hmm. Like thinking about her, who she is, and the impact that she has in different circles. Now, there, I don't know that there'd be someone. You mean like someone that transcends who just can music? Fill her shoes, like as that or icon. Like, who, who's the Barbara Streisand of today? Male or female, the the voice that is so like oh, you know. 
You're asking the wrong person. You think so? Well, I don't. I mean, I. Well, so we have to define like what that means, right? And I was thinking part of it is her um, singing ability, right? Part of it is. Are you factoring like a singer and an actress? But are you factoring just like celebrity or personality or you know like general? I would say more the way that people respond to her and the Mm. way that she is iconic. Right. She evokes that. And part of that, I think, is the gay community, right? Because isn't that a big part of Robert Streisand? Yeah. Following. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're all really, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) My initial thought was Adele, just because of the voice. Yeah. I mean, but, singing quality probably, but nails. I don't see... She's got those great <laughs> nails that Barbara... I don't see her as this yes, big... Barbara always has long ...personality right. or, you know... So I think we, what we settled on was Lady Gaga. Yes. Yeah. And that's who I would think of. Yeah. Because she has done some acting. Mm-hmm. She She has the gay community part. She is an exceptional singer and, like... Iconic in that way too. She's right? a showman, very mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actress. The greatest showman. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> the greatest showwoman. We won't go that far. Okay. Um, so anyway, that actually isn't the end of this part. That was just the jumping-off point to this question, which was when we think about the greatest singers today, because mm-hmm. we also threw Beyonce out there, right? Because oh, yeah. she's really iconic. Okay. She's done some acting as well. Austin Powers. Three. Austin Powers. Yeah. So good. The greatest singers today, I feel like, are all women. Foxy Cleopatra? Mm-hmm. Yes. I right? Agree. Like, who are the outstanding male voices? Adam Levine. Today? Who's the redhead? Mm, but is that his Edgier? voice, or yeah. is that his, like... But I don't feel like his voice is, like... Like, if I hear of him singing, I wouldn't good... be like, that's definitely Ed Sheeran. Oh, yeah. I think this is a good comparison, too, because Adam Levine is so much a sex symbol... Who also has a good voice and sings? Yes. Okay. But but, <laughs> but are songs a lot of like... not at all a sex symbol. Right. No. But his voice is so great. He has okay. like But you put any of those people up against like Adele, and they're getting crushed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Isn't Adam Levine stuff a lot of auto tuned and? No. There's some. He of does it. ballads. He does. And he just does the high pitch stuff. He does falsetto a lot. Yeah. Which I don't feel like if you're going to be an iconic male voice, falsetto's not um, where you're going. Justin Timberlake. He's very falsetto in a lot of he's a, but he, Okay, but he's a good great overall entertainer. He's a yeah, yeah. His voice is not like... It's just okay. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, he, he, but he did bring sexy back, so we have to give him that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know that sexy ever left. <laughs> Joshua Jackson has been with us. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and so this is what is... Um, thinking about the voices of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Frank Sinatra is one that would come up. You definitely. But I don't... Because he loved like, <laughs> Is his voice really that amazing? It's, I don't know that it's his voice, but it's his interpretation of mm-hmm. songs and phrasing. I think he was yeah. known for, um, you know, adding in pauses or, or like, changing the way that, that the song was sung to make it very distinctive. His own style. I, I, think, I think he's definitely... I'm obviously not as big a Sinatra guy as you are. Right. I appreciate him. I don't. I don't dislike his music by any means, but I guess I don't really get what. And, and I like that you're explaining that because I didn't. That's not really something I understand. Is I think if you listen what to what made him so popular, like if he came out today, yeah, would he be big? He's a performer. He was a performer. He didn't and, really write songs, did he? No, but nope. he was also before, an actor before yeah, his time. That's true. 
in the way of he brought that kind of theater and concerts and all that to people. Not only was he a performer, but he was a producer, and he had large shows that drew in large crowds when no one else was really doing that as much before, especially like Was it all Vegas, like big band Vegas. stuff before like that? Like Vegas and Tahoe and all these yeah. places. He was really like, making these places. In, in the... 30s and 40s when he was young and got started it was like there'd be these swing bands and they would decide to add in a singer that would mm-hmm. sing along and that's how he so got like started. So like a solo singing artist yeah. was not a thing. Really, I don't think so. Him. It was but it was very specific. It was very specific to and like think, certain clubs. And I think a difference like is... Like a small jazz club not like a huge auditorium yeah. or... Or if, even if it was it was a large restaurant that had a big band and that's just it was their thing. House band. The way music was done in that time, too, was a lot of the same standards, just the same songs being done by a lot of different people. And I think if you heard four male singers sing the same song and one of them was Sinatra, you would hear three carbon copies and then you would know like which one. Just yeah. in the way that, that he sang the song that set him apart from the other three. And who was the... So he's more of a trailblazer in a way. I think so, Yeah. Who was his um, band leader, too, that you love as far as, like, there was one band leader that you really like that gives that, like, huge full sound, like, with horns and things like that. Oh, like Billy May or Nelson Yeah, Riddle like, he or would do or... these combinations of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he would combine with this other well-known band leader, and so it would be this huge production overall. So kind of the best of the best when he brought it all together. I can see so that being exciting back there then. There isn't really someone like him then. Like even a Timberlake or someone like that isn't really like how he was. Just because he's doing Everyone's something doing so different than what now. like... I don't know, yeah. I mean, there's like so Michael much. Buble and Ugh. what's the other guy who's... Harry Connick? No. Younger. Josh Groban. Oh, who are like yeah. that kind of voice type he's thing. He's more operatic. That, yeah. Okay. He's a Broadway kind of guy. Um, that are th- that I associate with that kind of singer now, but they're not really blazing any trails. No, and and Michael Bublé is just copycatting recordings of the sixties. But he has a good voice, and he's and no one else. Yeah, I think yeah. So. <laughs> no cute. one else is really doing it now, and right. so his thing is that he's like, hey, here's but he's not really doing it either. <laughs> is okay. I mean, I'm not like I'm a not Michael Bublé. Yeah, whatever. But okay, interesting. But I think, too, if you think about it, that was what trailblazing looked like then. What does trailblazing look like now? If you think about performers like Lady Gaga or someone nowadays where to shock people or to see a huge production that they've never seen before, things like that. There's just so much out there. I mean, yeah. YouTube channels, everything. Yeah, that's a good point. You I feel like it's... Dress. it's, <laughs> it's Well, it's distinguishing yourself. And yeah. in Sinatra's day, it was singing the same songs in a slightly different way. And I think in the 70s, it was the songwriting that set mm-hmm. people apart, like mm-hmm. James Taylor or Paul Simon, or these singer-songwriters. And I think now it Damn. is like... like uh, not necessarily shock value, but just doing something memorable and mm-hmm. getting out there and being a, a, a figure. And well, and I think music is so different now because it's just so much of it and it's so yeah. easy to access in different ways as opposed to how it used yeah. to be, right? It's not just... And like, I, think, well, I think the music itself a lot is very similar. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, I think one of the other things is there's the, the term being a diva, mm-hmm. I think has led to more women being bolder in those areas than men. 
that previously men were all divas. <laughs> no, the Ooh, the idea of a diva <laughs> wasn't a thing before, but now it's you know these women who maybe I mean it started off as a, a pejorative term of women who would like I only want heavy right, on water and I only right. want you know my dressing room has Sleepy to be exactly sixty eight degrees or whatever. <laughs> um, so. Then Diva became more uh, like larger than life, beautiful, talented, you know, can dance, can sing, looks incredible, whatever. And so we've got But there's also the high maintenance aspect of it too, right? Right, for sure. Which is funny though because a Diva originated with the first singer of an opera was called the Diva. And so that she was the best. She was the one everyone wanted. And so then it became this high maintenance, obnoxious mm-hmm. person. And now it's become this extraordinary singer. Okay? Yeah. But I think you have to have a real talent to back that up. Yes. If you're just high yeah, maintenance yeah, with yeah, nothing yeah. behind it, then yeah. you're, you're just, just being thrown a away. Pill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. So, but there's the not an equivalent for, for men of that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Devo. I mean, you think about, like, <laughs> Michael Jackson or men who really made a distinction and were different from what other people were doing, or everybody was very drawn to what they were doing. There isn't as much now, just because there's so much. There's so many different performers all the time. All right. All right. I agree. <laughs> Next, Next category. Um, I was on Twitter. What? What? You mean Rachel? You want to just a what in there too? Just now while we were talking. Twitter is that still around? Is that still a thing? Oh, it's a thing, baby. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was Snapchatting my Tinder friends. Jeez. <laughs> and I swiped down. Yeah. It's grinder. Can I still be friends with my pig friends? Um, <laughs> speaking of that, um, I follow an account that like is very happy endings based. Um, what? And happy endings, the TV show. Yes. yes. Okay. Just Thank you for not the massage parlor. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that, Rachel. Just I appreciate that. Triple check. And that is a show that we all enjoy yep. much. Yep. And so th- this was like a question that this person posed, and so it got me thinking. And I listed a bunch of uh, shows, and I thought maybe this would be interesting to talk about. Maybe it'll be terrible, <laughs> but we'll be able to talk about happy endings and our knowledge and thoughts about these characters. Okay. Um, the question is this. What television shows would Happy Endings characters be into? So, like, mm-hmm. shows that are out now or shows that have been out recently, maybe. Which of those shows, like, which character or characters would be most into those shows? Who was going to marry Dave? Uh, Alex. Alex. Okay, so I think well, Alex. Off to start. Sorry. <laughs> I think Alex would be super into My 600-Pound Life. Oh. Oh, she loves because she loves the yeah. garbage rea- reality yeah. shows. Yeah, I was going to so say, Max, her though. and Penny would super... Watch like it together. Penny talked about loving well, some reality shows, too. They, I mean, Max and Penny <laughs> and Alex mm-hmm. all are into the um, intervention shows. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because... And was there, like, Baby be, Justice or something? They, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. Because Max and Alex... Did the intervention for Dave, <laughs> but Max and Penny did an intervention on each other about the, um, what was that called? The sleeping the syrup. Yeah. 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 No chaitesses. No chaitesses. No <laughs> and didn't, what was it that Max Tevoed on her, on Penny's? Yes. It was and the, the good, good wife. wife. <laughs> yeah. 
So I didn't throw those on there because then that would be too easy. Mm. So let me ask you this. Okay. Who would be most into Game of Thrones? Oh. Of those. Dave? Dave. Why Dave? Dave sucks. And the fact that you say Dave so quickly makes me think that you think Game of Thrones. No, but I feel like I feel like I can see Dave walking into the loft in like a crown and a cape and like being like, Good day, sirs and ladies or something. I I think that Penny would be into the fantasy and the like getting swept off her feet by but that is not Game of Thrones at all. There is no romantic. I think she would hold out the the sexiness. I think she would I think Max would be into it for the nudity. Yeah. But it's mostly female. I, just want to see I how think he likes all out. kinds of nudity, okay. right? <laughs> yeah, when she says when uh, Alex says she's just going to play with herself, right? He is still <laughs> interested. I just in want that to moment. see how this yeah. plays out. Yeah. I, there's I still one, think Dave. Was there's so a character who, who said he's a straight dude who likes dudes, which I kind of agree with. Who? That Max. Max. Is that. Oh, Max is. Um, <laughs> Max. I kind of want to say. I, I almost want to say that Brad would be into it. Yeah. I could see that. But then I feel like Jane would be too. I feel like they would be into it together. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, because whatever they do, they do all the way. And they would like do some role playing. Yes, I could definitely see that. They would theme parties. As Mm -hmm. Cersei and the brother. (laughs) I feel like Alex would not be into it. Because she would be too confused by all the characters. Yes. Oh, yes. It would be too much for her and she wouldn't Yeah, yeah. Got it. I could see that. And so Dave wouldn't want to watch it because he would constantly try to explain it. And he's pretty stupid too, so he might not get it either. But there's, I didn't say he would get it, but I think he would be into it. Into it. There'd be a yeah. level of like, there's swords and yeah. fighting and girls with right. tops on. Yeah. Although Jane does make fun of Penny, so Jane makes fun of Penny for liking Hunger Games and mm. Harry Potter. Oh gosh, what was it? She when she's a, buying a car. Question about I am Katniss Everdeen. Right. She has her own like Aerospear. Yeah. yeah. Tegan Aerospear. <laughs> Which makes me think that Penny would be into it. Yeah. And maybe Jane, maybe Alec, uh, Jane wouldn't. Yeah. Anyway. I don't think Jane okay. Next one, Lost. Who would have been the most into Lost? I feel like maybe Jane and Brad, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they'd be like, what is going to happen? And it's a little bit more cerebral for them. And yeah. Yeah. They would have been on the message boards. <clears throat> that, I feel, was a very interesting thing about that time. Like, I would go online to these message boards or whatever, and they'd be like, we took a screenshot of this thing in the background, and this book means this, and blah, blah, blah. And, like, just the level to which people tried to dissect that show was unlike anything I've seen before or after. For some reason, I could picture Penny being into Lost and being the only one into Lost and her coming in and trying to explain it all to them, (laughs) and and then they they all just kind of ignore her and Uh just move on to something else. Or Dave trying to explain something. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me back up. Yeah, let me back up. Let me back up. There's these things called flash forwards. And yeah. yeah. But wait, then we go There's back in time. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I can see that too. And then season two. Okay. You just hear music and you wonder if you're even watching Lost anymore. Exactly. Was that season two? Yeah. Okay. And th- the, I think the beginning of two and three. The first episodes were like, what? The one where Juliet's baking cookies. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and there's a book club and you're like, am oh, I watching right. the right show? Totally. And there brilliant. was a... There was a season of something recently that was like that too. Maybe it was, um, maybe it was the leftovers. Hmm. It was, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It was the finale of the leftovers, You're right. and which is also J.J. Abrams thing. And so it was like, like the first few minutes, it was like, are we even watching? Yeah. Like, this People is the finale of the show we've been watching for three years. Like, this is the big thing where everything has to come together. And the first like eight minutes, you're not even sure if you're watching the right show. 
It was crazy. Okay. And then it ended up being one of the best finales ever. I don't know what The Leftovers is. I was about to tell you, I literally know nothing about so, it. I was shocked, but I was like, I don't know what that is. And then I was more shocked <clears throat> to hear you say it's been on for three years. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's based on a book, but the book is only, only covers the first season. So the second and third season are like new territory. Um, it's based on this idea that on this one day, one, what is it like? Like a fifth or Three percent. Oh yeah. It was a pretty small amount. Like three percent of the world's population disappeared. Hmm. So some people thought it was like the rapture and people had been taken up, but it oh, wasn't it's just like that. There wasn't a Justin Thoreau, isn't it? Religious but was this like a religious book series about? No, 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 no. That's no. left the left that's, behind. That's too. that's oh. about, yeah. That's actually about the rapture. Left behind. Um, and so, so that's one word off. So the so the idea is like, what what does the rest of society do when something that big happens? Because it is only three percent, but that's millions of people. Right? And for some people, it's like, but they disappear or they die. They just disappeared. We don't. They instantly gone. Clothes, everything gone. So like, there's people who were driving and they disappeared, and then there was car accidents mm-hmm. or um, all kinds of stuff. And so there's like this one woman who's. She was like having breakfast with her family, and she turns around, and her husband and two kids disappear. They're there's eating other at the breakfast table. She turns around, whose she turns families, back. And nothing happened. Um, there's this one city where no one disappeared, or a town where no one town. disappeared, and that became like this big thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's the first season starts out pretty depressing. Is it on like HBO? It was on HBO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but man. It's incredible acting and incredible stories. Who's the guy? He's the guy who was... Justin Theroux. Yeah, Justin Jennifer Aniston's guy. Ex guy. Yeah. Um, Liv Tyler is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the character actress? Margot? No, it's not Margot Martindale. It's the other one who looks just like her. Um, anyway, Carrie Coon, if you know who that is. I don't. Amazing. Amazing. Wor- it's worth It's worth putting on the, the queue. Anyway, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Lost. Yeah. So who would be in The Lost? Oh, I just said, I said Penny, and she said Dave, and mm-hmm. okay. Again, I think Alex would be super lost. On that. <laughs> okay, next, Breaking Bad. Pun intended. Mm. It wasn't. I just. Uh, well, I don't know because I haven't watched it. Okay, Let's I do feel one like it would be a random. Seinfeld. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like Breaking Bad would be like one random, like just Max or something. I think Max would super be into it. Because he would love the idea of being able to like bad guy become guy. some drug yeah. kingpin mm-hmm. or something like that. He would yeah. see him as a hero. Yeah. And then that whole episode kind of where he attempts too. to do yes. it. I think I Jane kind of would too. Max is always yeah. looking for alternative ways to make money. Yep. So Jane I think this would, would, you know, go right along with him. And maybe like Jane would be super into it, but Brad, she wouldn't want Brad to know about it. And of it would kind of be a parallel. Like her secret life mm-hmm. is watching Breaking Bad. and All of a sudden, also she would... Look at it and say, "Okay, we're going to see where he went wrong, and I'm going to do better." Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. There would be a pull down chart from the yes. ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seinfeld. Would they all? Just I mean, love yeah, it's just, it's like just good. Yeah, yeah, it would be on at the bar at Rosalita's in the background. <laughs> okay, who would be into Fuller House? <laughs> Fuller that feels like Penny. Alex because they would have all been young for Full House. I was going to say like Alex and Jane, like some sister, like mm. as as girls they watch they Full get House. Get together and, and watch yeah. that. But I think Dave also likes crap. Okay, so maybe the three of them. <laughs> oh, so how do you feel about it, Joe? Or, I, I think it's crap. Yeah, or it I've not watched it, but it's got to be crap. Alex and what's Jane's husband? Brad. 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 Just like they started going oh, to the all the romantic mm, <laughs> comedies that's together. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's a good change. Two broke girls. 
Ugh. It's just what same I consider vein. to be one of the yeah. worst sitcoms. Same vein of Fuller House. Okay. Yeah, it's with... Uh, it's terrible. That big-boobed girl. Oh, jeez. girl who's... Cat Dennings? Maybe I should check the show out. <laughs> no, it looks terrible. Yeah. It looks kind of racist, too. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Big Boob Girl is racist, huh? How about The Good Place? Maybe I should check it out. Ooh. The Good Place feels too... Recent? Brainy for, <laughs> Any of them? for this crowd. Well, honestly, I, it feels too good. <laughs> like, yeah. like, they're so bitter about so many things. Maybe Penny would, like, have a crush on Jason or something. Well, like, when Penny and Alex were trying to better themselves by doing the cleanse yeah, or something, okay. that could it could play into During that, that like, time. better themselves. Yeah, I'm true. even watching The Good Place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Karmically. Uh-huh. Okay. Like Stranger Things. Ball. Everybody. You think so? I think, I think that's I one of those Max they'd all pile on the couch and watch together. Penny, because she kind of likes nostalgia and dressing up. I feel yeah. like it would scare Alex too much. Yeah. I feel like I she'd like, she oh, she think scary. it was real. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And yeah. <laughs> she probably would. Dave maybe too. <laughs> I can see Penny and They Max. would just be making out yeah. on the sofa. Okay. During one of their binge sessions. That's about all I have for those. It wasn't that great, but I like talking it's about it. It's enjoyable if, you, yeah, if yeah. you're familiar with having okay. things. Here's my last one. Okay. Um, this is something we've talked about in the past, mm-hmm. but I don't think we've talked about it. Is it which Happy it. Endings characters would watch TV shows? <laughs> <laughs> the recent past. Would any of them have watched The West Wing? <laughs> no. 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 Um, Maybe Brad. Big, big day. Oh, yeah. Brad would have just to get in with his new work kill there. Who? Brad would have just to get in with like his new work coworkers. No, not there. Not at Chuckles and Hugs. Hugs. <laughs> okay, something else we talked about recently. Um, so in the past, we have talked about the use of cannabis. Oh boy. Okay. And you have had negative feelings about it. Yeah, it's not I, my thing. I, I believe. And I was thinking about it. And thinking, and wonder, kind of wondering why, I guess. Like, I'm thinking about... <clears throat> why, wondering why what? Why, like, what? So in my mind, I was thinking, what, why is Jacob against anti? Why does he seem to be anti? And so I thought about the reasons various people I know of are or have been against it. One, they don't like the idea of smoking. Which is not a, a hurdle I'm for fine you. With that. Um, or they're like, I don't like being, I don't like feeling intoxicated or whatever. out of control. Out of or... control. And then for some people, it's the illegality of it, which no longer exists as well. So I was just curious. I'm not trying to like put you on the spot or anything like that. But like, well, why aren't you into having sex with men? Am I attracted <laughs> to men? Just well, why not? Men can be attracted. You just you just aren't. It's just not your thing. I mean, it's not like I sit and have some pros and cons list and decide I'm anti-pot. It's just, it's not my thing. Why do I like bourbon more than I like, what, you know, I don't drink vodka. Why? I don't know. It just... Did you have a negative experience with vodka? No. It's not my thing. Tequila is not my thing. Although tequila, I've had negative experiences with. <laughs> right. Have you had negative experiences with marijuana? Oh, I've had no experiences with marijuana. I feel like that's saying, like... I hate 
uh, and will not try Granny Smith apples. Like, I've never tried one. I've never tasted one. I've never had one. But I will not have one. I don't, I'm against Granny Smith apples. Well, I'm going to take it back to my sex with men argument. <laughs> I've never I, I had sex with men. Like those are the same thing. I've never had bad sex yeah, with men, but I've just decided that's just stuff. not really my thing. Yeah. For me, it was always the illegality of it. it. Like people would say, there's these medical benefits of it. It's a natural herb. It there's no hangover. It's less expensive than alcohol. Like there would be all these pros, and I was like, yeah, but it's illegal. It's you're breaking the law. So. That was like a, an easy line for me to be like, no, that's not something I want to do. Mm. And then I don't like, I mean, when I had tried cigarettes in the past, the inhaling, I don't like how it feels in my throat. Um, so right. I, didn't, I didn't like that. Like certain things are unhealthy. Right. Or. Um, Why are you so habit, concerned with my feelings? I'm just building? curious. Okay. I'm not like, this has to be something you do. But no. it's just a general curiosity. Okay. Um, like if we like super got into go karting <laughs> and loved go like on a Saturday we're gonna go and we're spend like three hours go karting and we love it and we got super into it and we're you know wanted to invite friends to come do this thing that we found fun is, for a couple hours. The truth is, Saturday. I feel like for me at this point, it's not really even something that I that I think of as a social thing, like. I haven't had a lot of experiences where I like get together with people and let's get high and whatever. For me, it's almost entirely <laughs> to, to help me go to sleep. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, that was just, that's just something else. I, I think. I trying to come up with some kind of content. I, <laughs> <laughs> what have you created, asshole? <laughs> I think that. Naysayer. I am into the things I'm into and other people are into the things they're into. And I think. That I've never understood why, whether it is a TV show or religion, especially, or anything where it's like, someone is like, I am super into this. I really love this thing. I must share this with the world. I got to get you into this thing, too. I love I love my God so much. I got to get you to love my God. Or I'm watching well, this TV show. I need you to watch this TV show. If it's show. something that brings like, me joy, and you're my friend, and I care about you, then I'm trying to also let help you to experience that. I want you to experience. But if I was looking for the joy, then I joy isn't a finite thing. Like, right. But if I was like, I need something in my life, I need a new show to watch or I need a new church to go to, or I need a new drug. I would go and find that. If you went to a new restaurant and you you liked it and you thought that I would like it, wouldn't you tell me like, I think you would like this restaurant. Sometimes I hesitate to because I don't want to like super recommend a restaurant and then have someone go there and be like, that was just okay. And then that's a poor reflection on me. So and there are a bunch of restaurants that I should be going to that you're denying me? Well, <laughs> you're a fucking asshole. You wouldn't really fit in them. No. <laughs> These are Jack and Ty places. Um, you I think, I think for me, it is the same thing that I just said. Like, if I go to a restaurant and I love it, I'm happy to love it. I, that, I don't feel the need to like. Bring other people into that world. I think, you know. You know, but you brought up a good point of if I'm looking for, I need joy or I need a new restaurant or I need whatever it is, then giving something a try. Like, you guys have recommended TV shows and different things. And it's actually come down to we're sitting there and thinking, oh, you know what? We don't have anything on TV. Let's just give this a try kind of thing. 
But for the most part, like, I don't know about Jacob, but for myself, having a glass of wine or having a gin and tonic or something like that, that kind of fits my bill of, okay, I feel relaxed and that tasted delicious and I'm good. And so Jacob has a bourbon or whatever and he's good. And so it's never a need that we have to fill in any way, shape, or form. And yes, it may be fun, but we're fine with what we have, and that need is met. And we enjoy what we have. And so, yes, in 25 years or 50 years or whenever, if all of a sudden we went, you know what, I can't sleep, and Joe says, this really helps him sleep, then, hey, who knows? In 50 years, I'll be 90. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then Joe's dead. Not, not 50 years. I'm and Joe's dead. I like how that got thrown out there very, <laughs> very casually. And like, like We're all living there. long lives, but Joe has been dead for 30 years. You know you're not going to be alive at 90 plus, I hope right? I'm not alive at 90. Oh, well, anyway, same. I feel like quality of life at ninety yeah. is not great. No. I also hope you're not. Well, at 90. I, I I hope we don't have a lot of ninety-year-old so listeners. You can, so you can date a twenty-four-year-old kid. <laughs> oh my gosh! When you're ninety-one, yeah, because that's exactly what they're looking for. But anyway, no. that idea of filling a need that actually needs to be filled, and we just yeah. don't have that or yeah, desire it yeah. at this time. Yeah, I guess I guess it comes down to seeing it as a need versus or just like. A, Oh, even even yeah. a want. Crab cakes I mean, are good. I like crab cakes. If I this want to have a glass of wine and relax, I enjoy drinking a glass of wine. So that's what I'm going to do. And I get that to some extent because we're kind of creatures of habit. We're right? yeah. we like a lot of the same things that we've. But do you try new wines, or do you have the same wine every single time? Or new restaurants. You try new. I mean, I try new wines, yeah. but the essential part of it is it's still wine. Yeah, it fits the bill of I would like a glass of wine, whatever that wine variety is. That's what that is. Yeah. Okay. Also, I'm snobby, and I feel like pot's just low rent. Okay. Now, if you See, want to talk that, to me about that, I get. As a <laughs> there it is. There it is. There is truth. That Finally, ten is, minutes later. If you want to talk to me, it's lower you know, class. Like, yeah, and that's fine. That's a totally acceptable that, answer. That's yes, that is him. I accept and, that but answer. That's not completely. the only answer. Okay. If we, if you want to snort some lines, I mean, I'm I'm here for it. But you know, if you want to lay on your I mean, mom's basement couch and get high, like you're on your own. I mean, meth sounds amazing, but <laughs> it you know it seems yeah. a little high risk. Yeah. Terrible, no rewards. No, I'm, I'm joking that I am I've interested in doing it at all. I've spent too much time on dental hygiene to be into meth. Yeah, <laughs> you have. I can't lose these teeth. Um, <laughs> I need my Sudafed purely for allergies. <laughs> yeah. I'm not interested in munching on any Tide Pods, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. um, but I get that, that it's that it seems... The perception I mean, that, that, that's not like that's what's holding me back. That, yeah. was, that was more of a joke. I mean, when I see you smoking your cigarettes with the long Goldie Hawn thing <laughs> from Overboard. Goldie Hawn. Oh, he is oh, Cruella right. from Overboard, yeah, okay. saying, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that's... That makes that's sense. a classy broad. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Glenn Close to it. He's not going to be sucking down any bong rips. <laughs> why couldn't I look like I FDR know. or something with a long <laughs> cigarette? Why does it have to be Goldie Hawn? I, I don't think of men. See, I think that... It, I think of women with white gloves. I also mm. feel that way about smoking it. I feel like that seems very big. Smoking a bong, smoking from a little like pipe thing or what seems I, frat boyish. It seems yeah. real base to me. Mm-hmm. I also don't. Yeah. We have um, friends that that use a pipe, and it just looks trashy. But to man, me. vaping looks so dumb. No, no, no. vaping also, also looks super dumb. Yeah, no, I also am not a fan of that. 
but it's got the little light up thing at the end. <laughs> eating, eating a single like gummy pretending. and a big cloud that smells and like a car getting, air freshener. Happy and giddy <laughs> and silly accurate. and then sleepy is fun. Oh my goodness! So I did get a vape pen. Did I tell you that? Why? I'll, I'll explain from why. one of your students. I'll, I'll explain why. So, so let's say I'm going to play D and D one night. Okay. Right? Is that why you asked for a ride? <laughs> no, that's no, just so close. Yeah. Um, but before I got that, it'd be like, okay, you know, maybe we're done at like nine thirty, or I get home around nine thirty. Yeah. If I take an edible, then it's really not going to kick in till like ten thirty or eleven, and I need to go to bed. Like I can't stay up that late. So, but I don't want to take it at the Reinhardt's house and be like, when do I take this and try to time it so it doesn't kick in while I'm there and kick in when I are you unable to fall asleep. Sometimes. Yeah. Without. He'll toss and turn. Wow. Well, and I think the flip side of that is he is so used to, for his whole life, he decided to go to bed, go in the bedroom, get in bed, lay his head down, and he was out. And so as soon as that became a thing where it was 10 or 20 or 30 minutes laying in bed, not being able to fall asleep, it got him frustrated. And then he'd be thinking about why he couldn't sleep and that would Mm -hmm. compound the problem. And when I have like three straight nights where I'm getting like two hours sleep, that that has happened. Um, So anyway, getting back to that, this way I can go, whether it's there or somewhere Mm -hmm. on a school night and I come home and I can just do that. And then it doesn't. So you actually use a vape pen or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because then. If the, he's been Because out. then it affects me in like. 15, 20 minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. Instead of 90 minutes. And for you, it's not so much the like relaxation and keeping you asleep, but it's the just Getting relaxation to, to get to sleep. Yeah. And yeah. then you're good for the night. Yeah. Okay. And I wake up and I feel no effects. No. So. I hope uh, you would feel the effect of embarrassment from using a vape pen. <laughs> Sorry. There's certain things that you do that you may feel no shame for. There's certain things that I do that I feel no shame for. Okay. I can't think of any of those right now. (laughs) My Nazi rallies? Sure. Certain compact discs in your collection? Oh, that's true. (laughs) You know, like... (laughs) Yes, I do. We all have our... We all have our vices. Collections of movies that you don't want to share with others. I don't feel super guilty about it, though. Like, it solves a problem You really did get it as a medicinal tool, and it works really well for that. Yeah. That's okay. Then why are you so concerned about my opinions on it? It's not like I'm dying to know what you think about ibuprofen or something. Well, and the flip side is, there is the fun... Like, the feeling tipsy, feeling like laughing comes really easy, and it's... You, it just is a lighthearted moment, mm-hmm. and then there's no calories associated and no hangover associated. No throwing and it's, up. And no throwing up. <laughs> and it's way cheaper than the amount of alcohol it would take to do that. But there isn't the social, least. like, we're sitting and we're sipping wine and, yeah. you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Which, obviously, I, I enjoy doing that as well. <laughs> you know, we're not going to go out to brunch and throw back some vape pen action. See, but I think if you if you think about it though, you started doing it. Yes, I'm sure there were times that it was recreational, but it also was filling a need for you. True. And I know Amanda, you mentioned that when you started, it was with Mm -hmm. your massage therapist, really Mm -hmm. getting to that level of relaxation, and so there was something that triggered 
you know what? This could really help me in my regular life. And yes, it has recreational fun as well. I think that's what gave me the permission to try it in the first place. Yeah. And then afterwards I was like, dang, I get it now. Mm -hmm. I, I, now I understand why there's an allure there. Yeah. Well, the, the funny thing with that too is when we first got married, you were very reticent very to drink anti. at all, too. Yeah, and I... Especially to drink to fight. any kind of excess. Oh, yeah. I got over that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we got in a big fight when we were engaged yeah. about marriage. She was super... Well... Okay. We just were having a conversation. You weren't really? using anything or anything, but we were having a conversation about it, and you were saying that... There should be no difference between alcohol and marijuana in mm. terms of how it's Regulation. regulated yeah. and legislated and taxed and, you know, the usage of it. They both do the exact same thing. They do the exact if same anything, thing. If anything, marijuana is less dangerous. Yes, because it doesn't have the hangover things. It doesn't lead to violence. That, like, you right. never it doesn't make you aggressive. At all. Like, right. in, in no strain of it leads to aggression. Where definitely with alcohol, it does open up aggression drinks. avenues. Um, but definitely driving under the influence of both is terrible. Of course. Um, and if you're the like person who is home taking care of children and like, we should not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not both parents. Like there, there needs to be a sober person home in case it catches fire or there's a big earthquake and someone has to like be the grown up in the house. Any type of emergency. Yeah. Like that. I, I do get a little nervous sometimes when it's. Parents that are both getting wasted and like, oh my god, who's going to take care of your kids if somebody wakes up throwing up at two in the morning, like, and both of you are blitzed out of your mind, like, that's not going to be a good situation. Nope. But that's not a concern for us, typically. Your dogs are fine. Also, the idea (laughs) of getting, like, blitzed is also super unattractive to me. Like, I think... You don't take enough to where you're practically blacking out. 10 milligrams is, like... The smallest. Yeah. So, like out. with the chocolate things, we break. We would break them into like halves or thirds. or thirds. Yeah. Yeah. So it really is. It just gets you like. <laughs> I'm tired. I don't ever know if I've heard that laugh. Well, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. No. I can look like a retard on my Happy, own. Happy, fun, and then sleepy. I, I want. I want to circle back to the idea that. This is not a like I'm trying to pressure you into trying it. I'm just no. curious because I know that I know that you are anti, and I had no misconceptions that I was going to convince you to do it. I was okay. just curious, looking for. Well, I appreciate reasons. the 20 minute sales pitch, though. <laughs> well, it, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I've invested a lot of money in it, and yeah, apparently I need <laughs> some sort of it's a, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, you can be your manager and like have your own time and people working under you. I should grow an hour production co op, not even close. <laughs> I think I'd be the last person to get involved in things like that because, yeah. like, having to reach, like, having to sell my friends on things, like any of that pampered chef kind of stuff, like that makes me really uncomfortable. But you do that. What do I do? You do that with TV shows or board games but, or like you get into something and you want to like spread sure, it to people. But it's not something where like there's no profit for my, you. Right, my income yeah. is dependent upon that. Well, there's like social profit for you, right? Sure. If yeah. you if you get us into watching happy endings, then we can talk about it. That's true. Yeah. That's funny. Um, You're a pusher of all things. I'm a pusher of some things. I would freely admit that. I like to push people to enjoy things that I enjoy. 
I think it's that you want to share experiences that you enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Or that you find pleasurable. Yeah. And I'd like to think that it's not for my own benefit, but that I'm helping other like like if I'm encouraging you to read a book that mm-hmm. I think is really good, you're you would be getting a lot more out of that than I would be. If I like it. Right. But I'm not gonna encourage you to read garbage books. Well, you don't think they're garbage. Okay. I'm reading a book right now that you're encouraging me to read. That's true. And I hope you're enjoying it, or that you will enjoy it soon. Yeah. It's okay. It it's took, slow going. It took getting to the university okay. for me. But I then, by the time finishing that one, reading the second one, I'm reading them again because I enjoyed it so much. But, I mean, you love Game of Thrones books, right? And I couldn't make it through well, the first one. I, I mean, I love the Game of Thrones world. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the all the stuff that the but You've read the books multiple times. I have read them multiple times. And I, I'm... You must enjoy it. They were... It, I did. I enjoyed reading through them. I, I don't know that I could... Would you say, though, that you read the first time through for enjoyment, the second time no, through was more academically... No, the first time I read through to find out what was going to happen. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. But you, right? Were, you were progressing through, sure. you know, the second the adventure. Time, the second yeah. time, you're delving in, you're trying to get... Well, the second time it makes so much more sense because yeah. he's just like, yeah. hey, here's these characters and these characters and these characters and these characters. And I'm like, all um, right, I, I, there's going to be a plot thing that happens. Oh, this person dies. Okay, like I can follow that. Yeah. But I they just that. throw all these names at you and places and you don't mm-hmm. know who three-fourths of them are. So the, the second, second time around, academic. you're like, oh, they just mentioned this character and I know that this is going to be that person's character car, uh, character arc or whatever. You're more committed to the characters in the story. Like. Yeah, you're just more, you're more knowledge. You know, it's like certain a movies. A broader knowledge way, base. Yeah. Right, where you watch it a second time around when there's some kind of twist or something and you Memento. see, right, <laughs> you see all those things that you, or, or like the Oceans movies, right, where it does a close-up on some yeah. object and you're like, what the fuck is that about? And then... Later, it has some meaning. And so when you watch it a second time, you're like, aha, I know where that's going to go, right? Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. Soderbergh's good at that stuff. Yeah. He does that in a lot of his films. Mm-hmm. True story. True story, gang. It's a great one. But I think, too, if you think about it, like, you guys both being a married couple with no kids and your own careers... You have a lot more time to try out, like, all these games and books and movies. That is 100% true. And it's great, and it's enjoyable, and maybe we don't have all that time, but when there is something that you guys really enjoy, then we take that to heart and say, okay, maybe this is something like The Good Place or Happy Endings or what have you that we give it a try and enjoy it. But we also have the limited time where we watch specific things because we have very limited time. That makes sense. All right. You're just living it up. (laughs) Living the good life. (laughs) <laughs> I will agree with that. And this weekend is an example of that. Mm, that's experience. very true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where we get to hopefully save the world of issues and create issues of our own. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so make big. quilts. <laughs> and make quilts. Podcast. Yes. That is a podcast. That's a podcast. Just won't be.